Welcome to Create Momentum for Positive Mindset. Today, my guest is Muzammil Khan. Muzammil Khan is a singer and plus a pilot. Muzammil, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Shirab. Thank you very much for uh, having me on here. Yeah, I'm really grateful and thankful to you because you were running around from your work. So you came in and you gave the time to create momentum. Much appreciated. Anytime, anytime, Shirab. So how is life treating you in Spain? Oh, it's glorious, glorious. Um, I was uh, came under the influence that Spain's going to be sunny, like I was told, sunny Spain. But I think when I got here, it was actually quite snowy Spain uh, because there was so much snow and cold. Uh, but I think you get used to the lifestyle. So I've been here for the last seven months. Uh, it's, it's been quite interesting. So enjoying it as, as much as I can. Yeah, of course. Uh, plenty of people say, because I lived my life in Abu Dhabi, they like the hot weather. But uh, anyhow, people like Spain. So where you are staying at the, at the moment, in Madrid, or are you in a different city? I'm not too far from Madrid. Uh, I'm yeah. about two hours from Madrid. So, But it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful city. It's a city known for its uh, churches and cathedrals. So, Yeah. No worries. So, first of all, if you t give your introduction that, I mean, uh, what you do, a little bit about yourself. So, please. Uh, so, like she said, I'm Muzammil, um, and uh, I'm 27 years old, alhamdulillah. I'm a pilot based here in Spain. I'm trying to do as much as I can uh, for different things in social media. So, I have uh, I have a hobby and a passion in actually singing. Uh, so, I actually released my debut album, uh, debut single, not album, uh, last year. Um, so, it's coming to nearly a year for, for that single. And I like just to just have a chit-chat, have a, have, a, have a chat with people on social media, how things go. Um, get to know people, uh, bubbly character. I like to have a laugh and a joke all the time. So I used to be considered as a class clown with all the friends because I used to be the one that used to be less bothered about things that used to happen. So, Yeah, of course, it's a great way to live your life. You know, when you're happy-go-lucky because, you know, uh, I see a lot of uh, politics happen here and there, but end of the day, what would you take out of it? If you can't make, you see, what, how I feel, if you can't, add a value in a human life then it's not worth it everything gonna remain here nothing we're gonna take oh i want to be number one or I, i'm not in that game i just want to be where i want to be if i can give a one lesson from my side to somebody at this precise moment if i'm adding a value to your life or do you think that that one thing is great then absolutely i i, I do this uh, i I, be, I believe in this theory it's, it's so, the same Shirada, as uh, creating momentum's uh, slogan, you know, creating yeah. positive change and positive mindset. And that's the most important thing that we got to have is understand that how your life will have an impact on not going to affect somebody else who's going to be positive about something. You know, if we can change one person's mindset by making it going from negative to positive, then that's the most influential thing that you could have possibly done all your lifestyle. So that's the most important thing that we got to understand. And, and you know what? This is why I, when, I, when I came on, I said thank you to you because you have a platform in which you're trying to make a change for the people that do not have that hope. You are becoming that beacon of hope for these people. So thank you, Shazad, for myself and obviously people on social media uh, yes. for such a platform that you're making that change. No problem. Thank you. Much appreciated from your side as well. So uh, tell me, Muzammil, about your aviation journey. So why did you choose to become a pilot, not something else? I think uh, aviation was set in a, a, from, from, from the start in the foundations of my growing up. Um, having been born in, on the other side of the world, in Hong Kong, 
And, you know, we lived very fairly close to the airport in which we used to see the aircraft landing very low. Uh, and some of you that know or know the history of Hong Kong, the airport used to be uh, in the middle of the city. Now, where the airport was, the, the planes used to have a very, very low flyovers from the buildings, uh, with, with Hong Kong being the, the, the jungle of concrete, uh, the concrete jungle of Asia. You know, we as children we used to look out when we used to hear for the plane every couple of minutes. Like, Whoa, it's this aircraft, it's this aircraft, it's this aircraft. And obviously having a lot of family who've got a background in, in aviation through forces and everything else, I think it played a big impact in me. Uh, and obviously having spent a long time in, in, in the air cadets for six years and also the Royal Air Force and the Reserve, it, it built a creative platform for me to always aspire and to do my, my things that I love to do, which is becoming a pilot. Uh, but the, the journey has never been always easy. So it, it's been a difficult journey. It's been a quite financial, costly journey, most I say, Shazad. Um, but eventually we, we managed to get here to where we are. Yes, it is very costly to become a pilot and you because you are sacrificing now where you are. You are from West Yorkshire, uh, I mean from Yorkshire and to, from UK to Spain. You have to sacrifice a lot of things because it's, uh, I mean, life. When you have to achieve something and you have to go different places, so, I mean, you have to do it. There's no extent, but so because you want to achieve your ambition. So... Um, Second thing I want to ask, is it anybody can be pilot or is it, do you need certain specific skills to become pilot? I think it's very important uh, in, in regards to the, I can only speak from the European aspect of things in regards to the license that you will be attaining, which is an EASA uh, based in Europe to fly. I think it's the fact that you don't have to be uh, super clever to become a pilot and you don't have to have a certain expectation, a certain level of understanding, which you have to become a pilot because there's a lot of there's a lot of um, um, there's a lot of agendas that people think that no it has to be this way it has to be this way no it doesn't in simple matter when you when you try when you become a pilot in the UK or anywhere in the world actually you have a requirement an entry requirement which is an English test a mathematics test and a science uh, science test uh, and also a general understanding of aviation tests now if you pass them tests which 99.9 percent .9 of people do pass because it's very basic in order for your communication skills and to understand what's being delivered to you as a subject of aviation on becoming a pilot. After that, it's not easy because a lot of people say it's easy because in Europe, you've got to do 14 exams, which are part of the ATPL uh, EASA license. Now, they're not very easy, but they're not very difficult. If you put your invested time into it and you invest your study time into it, then it is possible. But the difficult part that comes from that is you've got to complete 14 exams in six examination sittings. Now, a lot of people think, no, you get 14 chances to do your six, uh, to do your examinations and you have six resets. No, it doesn't work like that. You have six opportunities to complete all 14 exams. That's up to you whether you want to do 14 exams in one or you want to do three exams every uh, uh, every sitting and, and, and spread that out. And there's a lot of myths in regards to, um, you know, how to get into the, the, the aviation sector and become a pilot. For example, you have to, plus, you have to pass a class on medical tests. Now, classroom medical test is basic skill flight, your blood, um, your hemoglobin levels, your vision, your hearing, and all that sort of stuff. Just another thing that I want to clear, you do not need to have a 2020 vision to become a pilot. I get this question a lot, and a lot of people ask me this question on a daily basis. If you wear glasses, it's absolutely fine. You just need to declare that you wear glasses. The only thing that you cannot have with your vision is you cannot be colorblind. So if you're colorblind, then you cannot become a pilot, unfortunately. Uh, but if you're not, 
then that's absolutely fine. And another stigma that a lot of people also have is a lot of people ask me actually in, in regards to the questions is if you have um, eczema, can you become a pilot? Now that all depends on the on the medical the the aeronautical medical center that you go to do your classroom medical. Now, if your eczema is is severely bad, then they might refuse you to give you the medical license. But if you do not, then if you fall into the category, that might be fine because there's different aspects. When you go into a when pressurized cabin, the cabin gets pressurized. It may get very dry and humid in that cabin for you not to do it. So there's there's a few stigmas. But the best thing I would say to you before you join any uh, aviation school to complete your um, your pilot's license, please complete your medical beforehand in the country that you are from if it's based in the Europe. Because once you get your medical, like medical is valid for one year. Following you, you just need to renew your medical, which is not as complicated as it's initially the first time out. So complete your medical and then go out and do your uh, apply for aviation school. That's another, that's another very important advice I'll give because a lot of people never told me about this uh, when I did my medical. So do your medical, Go out there and live your life and enjoy it and study hard. That's what I'm going to say. Study, 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 study if you want to become a pilot. So you don't need to have major degrees back in you. You don't need Bachelor of Arts or Masters or anything. That's all just a stigma. Go out there. If you only, if you completed GCSEs and you want to become a pilot, go and apply for aviation school at the age of 18 and do it. You don't need no other qualification in order to get into aviation school. Thank you very much, Muzammal, uh, for this information. Because my mm -hmm. brother wanted to be become a pilot, but due to financial reason, he couldn't. So he works uh, okay. in an airport as, uh, I mean, he's working in a customer service in Etihad okay. uh, areas. So he's working in uh, Dubai. Fantastic. So uh, another thing. So how did, you see, you were working in, uh, I mean, you wanted as a career. Is it singing is your passion? Or is it you are only singing as a part-time basis? Or... A lot of people ask. A lot of people ask me this is actually. Yeah. I used to be, you know, the so-called shower singer. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to get that knock on the door every morning. My mom said, "Hey, shut up! What are you doing in the shower singing? You yeah. sound horrible." Sort of a thing. And then last year, obviously, with the with the pandemic coming and the lockdown coming, and you know, I had friends in my circle that pushed me. Said, "Look, why don't you just go record? Record something and stick it on YouTube. You never know what it might come of it." Yeah. Alhamdulillah. 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 Uh, a release date and everything was done so quickly. Uh, first week of Ramadan, a release date. Um, you know, people supported it a lot. My mother, nobody in my family knew. My mother was sitting in England with me during that time. My father was in Pakistan. I released it. An hour later, my mom said to me, well done, I'm happy with you. And that's all that I needed. And I was so happy after that statement that she made that I thought, you know what, if this is something that I do it, uh, as a passion, then I'm happy to do it as a passion. Uh, I wouldn't consider it as my full-time job. Or I wouldn't consider it to be something that I live off. But the comments and the love that's been shown to me uh, in the last year from that, I'm, I'm thankful to that for every, every single person. And I just think for hobby. And, you know, Shadab, you've seen me on social media. You've seen me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know, the clown that I am, you know, two in the morning, flipping, singing, you know, with my broken voice, trying to wake other people up. And for those of you that don't know, I live in a residency in Spain. Yeah. So I have other people sharing with me. So I get knocking on the door, shut up, it's two in the morning, get to bed, what are you doing singing at this time, sort of a thing. So, alhamdulillah, the, the love has been shown to me. Um, you know, just to give you an insight, Shadad, in regards to uh, the work and stuff, before this, I was a charity humanitarian uh, worker. So I worked for many different charities. So it is quite different to come from um, uh, understanding of a totally different work scale from coming as a humanitarian who's seen the crisis in the world and being in the middle of the crisis from when crisis start to raising the funds and everything and coming to a, a platform which is totally different of becoming a pilot. Um, and, you know, 
uh, it, it's difficult. It's very difficult to adjust, actually. It's very, very difficult. But you've got to try your hardest and, and come in that. So it is a great thing. I tried my best to do it in, uh, I mean, you do it in different medium because where you persuading people to uh, to go in a, for, I mean, to invest in a good cause, as you, as you yeah. said, Gajaria. So I mm. do it in as well. So now I, I want to ask you a question this, like, you know, during this pandemic, when it happened, because one thing which I know this pandemic has been overly exaggerated. Because you had the because there's two things we we don't have a control on. One is the government if they say this is the rule we have to follow. Second thing is whatever the media is saying the people are not thinking, not doing their research what it is because coronavirus is exists since 1960. If we go if, and if you see the last 20 years, you see the stat. There's a lot of diseases has been flying around, but. The, uh, I mean, nothing was closed at that time, but now everything is closed because for us is still okay. We are doing, we, some of us is getting furlough or we have saving, but how would you say it will make more impact the people who don't have nothing? You know, Pakistan, there's a lot of cities. They are, I mean, the poverty is, uh, which is common. So how would you would deal if this situation had occurred and you have uh, something in your hand and you want to make something better out of it? I think for me, um, I unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to be in that position uh, to, to answer on, on the question that you've asked. But one thing I would definitely say is the pandemic has not been easy. Even for the people that have had jobs and even for the people that didn't have jobs and also for the people that have been furloughed. There's a lot of impact that takes place and that's not just physical or financial that takes place in people's lives when a pandemic or such uh, events occur. Now you need to understand, we had a pandemic for one year. It's come to just over a year that we've been in the lockdown and in and out of a lockdown in, in regards to the pandemic. Now, if you put the same aspect from a different country, now, if you look at Syria, the war in Syria has been going on for over 10 years. When you are put in that situation, every single person will find a mean to do something in regards to that. Now, your question is, how am I supposed to, uh, if I have something, if I'm, if I'm not wrong, correct me, yeah, 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 yeah. Question. if I have yeah, something and I need to expand on this, and how would I make a better fortune out of that? One thing I would say is never look down and never look at something from a negative aspect. We've all been through the last year. We will get through the next year as well. And the point is, if you have something within you, Use that to bring positive hope. You might only have one loaf of bread. Yeah. But if you use that one loaf of bread as a loaf of bread, then you're only going to be able to feed one person. If you slice that loaf of bread up, you may be able to feed two or three people. Now, the aspect is how you make positive impact from a situation that you're being put in. Now, everybody's situation, everybody's circumstances will be different. One thing I would say is there's people that have struggled. There's people that we no longer have amongst us in our communities, in our families, in our societies. But there's also people that we have in our societies and there's people that have gone through and pulled through this pandemic in the last year. And they have had positive impacts on a lot of people than anybody else. So look around you and look at the changes that have become positive amongst us and forget what's happening negative. We should not be worried about what's happening tomorrow whilst we're just working on today. And that's the most important thing. Of course, we have to do, you know, we have to live for the moment because a lot of the time, I mean, it's, it's common with everybody, you know, what's going to happen, how we're going to live. Because in the beginning, when some, it's, if you take time to understand something, so you don't know, you, uh, it, it's a confusion because I was by myself. 
So first two, three days, I was so anxious about, I, I said, what's going to happen to the family and how it's going to be. And, uh, you know, it was uh, people are panic buying, everybody's buy. And, you know, there was um, a video viral from, it was from Ukraine. From Ukraine, uh, army was, oh, army is coming down and so many things. At that time, we don't know to understand. But as you said, try to make, um, uh, I, I can put it in this word, one step at a time. So if you're going toward positivity, so you have to do it by step, by step, by step, by step. Then like you, you're keeping a, a brick every day in 365 days, you have a wall. Yeah. So that's what we can do. But it's, it's uh, I mean, I like your positivity, but we need more positive people to make the impact on people around the world. Because of, of that, if we, don't, if we live in negative situation, it's everything in the mind. So then we can't do the things. So, uh, I mean, it's a good point you um, said that. And apart from your, uh, do you have any other hobby? A sing I mean, singing is your hobby. Apart from that, do you have any other hobby? Um, I, to be fair, I, I've started to read a lot. Uh, so I, look, I read a lot of uh, books in regards to history and impact of uh, the world and how that's changed. Uh, another thing that I love to do is poetry. Uh, and uh, I listen to a lot of uh, uh, poems and poetry written by all scholars, not just scholars, but amongst artists and singers in the form of ghazals and kawalis. Uh, and that's had, a, that's had a very, very positive impact on me uh, in regards to understand life and what life is actually about. And so that's, that's had a good, good, good impact uh, uh, on me in the last couple of things. And also I enjoy the usual, the swimming, the hiking. Uh, I've had the privilege to climb a lot of uh, uh, mountains in my life, also including a couple from the world's highest peaks as well. So I've been to base camps of, for example, Everest and different places. Uh, so that's, that's also been a, a, a massive hobby. And of course, like everybody else, I'm a big foodie. You know, I love my food. So. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we love all food. So tell me uh, one thing that in 2020, what one skill you have learned and you want to make an impact on people or to advise somebody? I think one thing that definitely um, brought me closer to a lot of things was appreciation. I appreciated my family, my friends and people around me a lot more. Um, and because, you know, firsthand I've seen people lose lives. I've lost friends that grew up with me in school in 2020. I've uh, lost people in my communities, in my streets. You know, I've, I've been to janazas. I've buried people that were close to me, close family members I've lost who were, who were you know, a shining star of the whole generation, of the whole family. So one thing I definitely say that I've appreciated and understood more in a different aspect is definitely family and friends, the people around me, my circle. Uh, guys, tomorrow's not promised. Today is not promised. You know, make most of what you can do today, whether that's your brothers, that's your sisters, that's your parents, nephews, nieces, children, whoever they are, grandparents, go see them, go speak to them, pick up the phone, give them a call. You know, mashallah, I'm sitting in Spain, you're sitting in London, you know, we're having this conversation, we're recording this podcast you know, yeah. it's as easy as that. Pick up your phone, give them a call, speak to them. You know, the, the only thing you need to say is, hi, how are you? And that's it. It will change somebody's life aspect of things. And that's the most important thing. Start appreciating people around you. I try to do that or best of my ability. So after this, we wrap up. So the last question for me with you, that 
what drives you happy and what drives you every day and what makes you happy? Oof, I think the one thing that drives me every day is knowing that I'm going to be on that runway and taking off into the skies 10,000 feet above the air. Um, I think that's the one thing that definitely go, makes me go crazy. A lot of people say to me, you're, you're mad, you're crazy. Uh, one thing I always say is, um, you know, getting out somewhere and understanding the world, it opens your horizons. Uh, and, you know, being on top of top of everything in, in, in my locality and looking down and understanding that, you know what, this is my chance. I can make something out of this. I can fly that high because my English teacher in school used to say to me, my high school, he said to me, I used to have a very bad habit of sitting next to the window. I used to look out the window all the time, ignore what's been taught at Link, uh, English language and Shakespeare and all this, you know, vibe, this is what happened. I used to hate it. And he said to me, nobody's ever going to pay you by looking out the window. And when I got to Spain, my own, my school teacher messaged me and he said, I'm proud for you. And I said, do you remember what you said to me? Nobody's going to pay you by looking out the window. Guess what? I'm a pilot now. Somebody pays me to go looking out the window. So never lose hope and work hard and always enjoy what you do, what you love doing. And that's what I love doing. And knowing that I'm up there making a difference and bringing that change and connecting one place to another. And that's the most important thing. Of course. As um, you have a good voice before you go, so could you please sing uh, any Akia, which I like the song, or anything? By all means, please. Uh, should that by Aldadun Akia? I seriously don't remember from the top of my head. So oh, oh, or any, any, any other song, no problem. A few um, lines. I will, uh, I will do you one. Uh, I'll actually do you Sajjana uh, by Yeshad Shahid. It's a very difficult song, so I don't know how the voice is uh, on this microphone. Uh, but I apologize in, in, in advance. So it goes something like Tiriada Sahare Majite Lavangi Ezeher Judaida Pite Lavangi Kerem to Sidita so gham aap paale sab ki taasi apna tere hawale I hope that's, that's good enough for you, Shadad, right? Apologies. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Before we go, I would like you to, if you want to pass any message to your social media friends, your family, your friends, I mean, in uh, Yorkshire, anything you want to say to them, by all means, give us a small message. And after this, we'll wrap up. Um, I had just one thing I'd say is keep your head up. Look for the future. The future's bright. The bad days are here, but they'll be gone very soon. You know, the rain never lasts forever. The rainbow always follows it. So be hopeful. Uh, be positive. Uh, you know, everybody back in Yorkshire, in Spain, anywhere in the world where you follow me from, you know me from, my parents... Mom and dad, thank you for everything you've done. Family's always backed me in a lot of things. So, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the support. And thank God, I'm just be appreciative for everything that you have. No problem, uh, Mazamil. Thank you very much. Much appreciated that you have given me your time. Love, My respect. Pleasure. So, Khuda Hafiz.